Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. This is episode 36. And like always, if you want my show notes to the episode, please go to drpierresblog.com forward slash LLP 036. Again, if you want today's show notes, please go to drpierresblog.com forward slash LLP 036, which we're going to be talking about hurricanes and healthcare workers. A very nice aptly. Uh, titled uh, episode based on some of our current events but you're also going to get links to pretty much everywhere you can find a podcast again if you are an apple user you'll find the link to the apple podcast link for this show again but if maybe you want to use it on google play maybe you want to use it on stitcher radio tune in radio soundcloud you'll see the links of all of the episodes on that page and you also find links to my facebook page at facebook.com forward slash lunch learn pod as well as the instagram page at lunch learn pod as well again the twitter page at lunch learn pod so just keeping up with the theme if you want the episodes you go to drpierresblog.com forward slash llp 036 if you want access to either the apple podcast episode the google play stitcher radio you'll see all the all of those links there in the show notes so today we have an episode for you where we're going to be talking about hurricanes and healthcare workers and i thought this was an aptly titled episode especially based off some of the current events that have been going on for those who been rocking with me from the beginning, you know, I am from South Florida and, you know, we're not a stranger to hurricanes and we're just coming off uh most recent one, Hurricane Irma. And, you know, I thought it was very telling, you know, some of the uh, conclusions and drawbacks of how healthcare workers, you look at uh, potential natural disasters versus kind of the general public. So sit back and stay tuned and, you know, get ready for another great episode. And let, hopefully we learn a thing or two just about how, you know, we in the healthcare system deal with these hurricanes and just really any natural disaster, uh, especially those who happen to work in the hospital. So sit back and get ready for another great episode. All right. So as I record this episode, Hurricane Irma is leaving the state of Florida and I sit in my house with no access to the internet. I sit in my house with no access to any cable or satellite TV, but I can tell you, you know, it's God's willing graces that there's no damage, right? There's no property. You know, I got a couple of trees that fell down, but no property damage, no busted windows. And I could say I'm blessed, right? And and I know that's not the same for everybody, right? So, you know, I am truly blessed, you know, that I was able to, you know, kind of leave unscathed with this most recent hurricane, Hurricane Irma, uh, for those who may um, have not uh, kind of maybe sped through the intro. And I want to talk about Hurricane Irma, really just natural disasters in general, 
because it was very interesting to me over this past week or so when it was you know pretty telling that you know we were going to get hit with the hurricane in one way shape or form fortunately for i guess the southeastern part of florida we you know we didn't get hit with the the brunt of the hurricane as was expected it actually ended up going west but we still got hit because it was big enough hurricane but I thought it was very telling, you know, when my friends would ask me, friends, family members would ask me, hey, when are you guys leaving? When are you guys leaving? And like I would have to laugh at him and say, well, I don't plan on leaving. Right. Because honestly, I never one never had any intention to leave Two, I work in a hospital. Right. And I'm not sure if people realize that most of your hospital workers don't really go anywhere for these uh, natural disasters. Right. Why? Because they're their uh, jobs usually require them to be at the hospital or to be working or to be close in that vicinity. So I, I, I definitely thought it was uh, pretty funny, right? When, you know, they would always ask me and I would give them that answer and they would almost look at me with the kind of the, the stark look like, oh my God, what do you mean you're not going anywhere? Because again, for most people, you know, when, you know, danger is impending, right? They tend to run away. But what tends to happen, especially in the healthcare system, when when we talk about, you know, especially those in the healthcare system, when we talk about code blues and we talk about, you know, code reds and stroke alerts, we go towards the problem, right? Like we go towards the fire where most people kind of run away from it. And I think that was pretty much, again, uh, right on par when we talk about this hurricane. So I definitely wanted to kind of talk about it. And, you know, for one um, acknowledge, you know, the heroes of the, the hurricane relief and everything kind of under the sun in, in that regards. And then kind of really talk about as a healthcare worker, what these natural disasters mean to us and what tends to preoccupy our minds rather than, um, you know, the, the general public with you know, usually the general public is saying, hey, when can I get out of here and how, how soon can I get out of here? So I wanted to first start off in acknowledging for those who may not know or, you know, may, you know, may maybe been under the rock, you know, that I'm actually a program director of an internal medicine program at Wellington Regional Hospital. And I wanted to kind of acknowledge uh, all of my residents. Right. I wanted to acknowledge my residents of the hospital because honestly and truly, you know, and you know, I'm not even gloating, even though for those who know me know I like to gloat. Um, that hospital, you know, would not have survived, right, if not for these residents, right? And, and we, we usually split them up into teams. Those who are a part of residencies across the country know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, we're usually splitting up into teams, right, especially when we talk about these impending natural disasters that are on their way, where one team is usually the one who kind of takes care of the, the hospital system and holds the fort down. You know, while the, you know, impending disaster, hurricane, tornado, whatever it is, uh, is on its way where we have Team B who's coming in and who kind of relieves Team A, kind of helps clean up any messes that may be left left behind and also is, you know, ready to take a lot of that, you know, post-disaster help that tends to rush into these hospitals, right? So I definitely want to give a shout out to all of my residents, my internal medicine residents at Wellington Regional Hospital uh, for such an amazing job. Uh, because it's it's tough, right? Because it's tough when we talk about, you know, leaving 
uh, loved ones, right? Because some of them did, right? Some of them had to leave their loved ones at home or send their loved ones away while they had to take care of someone else's loved ones. Because we have to remember, again, you know, when we're in the hospital setting, right, we're taking care of someone's grandma, someone's grandpa, someone's mom, someone's dad, someone's brother, someone's sister, right? And sometimes that can get kind of lost, especially as a healthcare professional, when you kind of forget that, you know, this isn't just, you know, a person in front of you, right? This You're taking care of someone's family member uh, who may be distant, who may not be there, uh, but who cares for them deeply. So I definitely wanted to kind of start out uh, with the podcast, kind of acknowledging them. And, you know, that's something we'll probably do throughout the year, just, you know, in acknowledging, you know, individual, you know, members of my uh, resident class, because, you know, those guys and gals are absolutely amazing. And I, I can tell you again, the Team A did a phenomenal job, you know, with the hospitals and holding down the fort, because for, uh, you know, what a lot of people don't understand, you know, if not for those residents, right, you know, some of their, the primary cares who happen to see patients in a hospital, they were gone, right? They were, they weren't, they weren't there uh, to see their patients throughout the storm, right? It was my residents, right? So definitely want to give a shout out to those residents. You, you know, you guys were amazing uh, and, you know, appreciate. And I can tell you from an administrative standpoint and even from a patient standpoint, uh, you guys' selflessness is definitely um, not overlooked in that regards, right? So again, we talked about the team A, we talked about the team being, you know, what it's like. Um, I was actually on team B, right? So I'm actually a part of the team who kind of takes uh, over for team A, you know, gives team A that rest. Because again, these, these guys, they were in the hospital from Friday, and during these natural disasters, especially hurricanes here in South Florida, uh, the hospital actually hospitals actually go on lockdown. Right. Because and the reason why they do that is because they don't want, you know, first of all, they don't want anyone leaving the hospital in an unsafe condition. But they don't want anyone also coming to the hospital in an unsafe condition as well, too. Right. And for those, you know, for, you know, if you if you're not aware, you know, most of your emergency medical transportation uh, uh, cars don't run. For those who are not aware, most of your emergency medical uh, cars, you know, your ambulances and everything aren't running, you know, during a hurricane. Right. Because, again, we can't put those people in danger, uh, you know, during these uh, natural disasters. Right. So most of hospitals, so most of your hospitals just end up closing up and, you know, saying, hey, we've got everyone we need to stay here. We're going to keep them here. And we don't want and we don't want anyone from the outside coming in. Right. Because, again, we don't want to endanger anyone uh, in the process. So I'm coming in. I'm with the, the cleanup crew that, you know, even though these guys have stayed uh, since Friday, stayed in the hospital, stayed on the, under lockdown and done such an amazing job. You know, here Team B comes in and kind of helps, you know, clean them up, helps, uh, you know, give them the a well-deserved rest that they need. Because, again, these guys and gals have been away from their family members and, you know, have been away from their own homes during this time. Uh, so we were able to kind of relieve them uh, of their duties in that regards. And then we kind of take over. Uh, what a lot of uh, people kind of recognize as like the second wave, because what tends to happen during these uh, natural disasters, these hurricanes, these floodings and everything kind of under the sun is uh, during when all of this is happening, you know, people are getting sick. For those who may have seen some of the videos and some of the photos uh, from uh, the hurricane that happened in Houston. Uh, you may have seen this one photo of a nursing home that was flooded and you've seen about six to eight old ladies in the nursing home. 
So what tends to happen again, you know, so things like that happen during the natural disaster and those types of patients have to be taken care of afterwards. So it was, uh, so again, that's where team B comes in, right? Cause team B comes in and is bracing uh, the ER because the ER is, everywhere are going to be packed right with people who need to be seen in the er and who couldn't because the hurricane uh was around and you know we, we kind of help you know alleviate a lot of that stress from our emergency room and taking care of those patients in that regards i think i would be you know disingenuous right if i didn't acknowledge that it wasn't just obviously it wasn't just doctors in the hospitals right um you know it was the nurses it was you know the cnas the environmental service workers it was the cafeteria workers it was those in information uh technology everybody from you know uh top to bottom administrators were even in the hospital right so everyone from top to bottom was there pitching in you know and getting making sure that that hospital is still running you know despite all that was happening around it right despite power going off around it despite cell services going off around it right despite little me having to deal with the fact that you know my cable isn't working anymore right you know those hospitals were still there and you know putting up such a great job right so i I definitely want to make sure everyone gets acknowledged right of course you know i'm biased i'm always going to make sure you know my doctors are taken care of and my doctors get a shout out and especially my resident physicians who sometimes you know always get like the you know the, the the wrong end of the stick everyone always blames the residents for one thing or the other uh but again i could tell you with no understatement you know that hospital uh was 100 ran by the residents and you know it wouldn't have done so without it so you know definitely shout out the residents and the physicians uh, but just making sure we do acknowledge you know you know this is a team effort right you know without my unit secretaries without my uh my operators my it folks my cnas my envir- environmental service my environmental service workers without my cafeteria folks right again we gotta eat you know and those you know i you know i love to eat right so if, if we don't even got someone who's gonna help cook the food for us uh, you know you know we're, we're gonna have some problems right so again making sure we acknowledge everyone from you know a to z is very important for me and that's why i wanted to kind of make sure uh you know i did this podcast because i definitely wanted to make sure everybody got that shout out because they definitely need it you know because i think what happened especially what's been happening you know, because I think what's been happening in the healthcare, you know, very lately, but, you know, it's been going on for quite some time now, right, is there's a respect factor that just isn't being met anymore in the healthcare world, right? There's a uh, level of care, you know, that you're not seeing pretty much from both sides of the coin. Uh, but, you know, in a profession where being selfless, is such a trait, you know, that's becoming more rare and rare as, you know, things is going and, you know, as all of these programs and stipulations, you know, are placed upon it are sometimes to the detriment of the patient, you know, being able to see and know that, you know, we have people in such a selfless position ready to take care of your mom, your dad, your grandpa, your granddaughter, knowing that, you know, their family members are outside and, you know, may not even be able to contact them, right? Uh, It's such an amazing feat, right? And it's one of the reasons why I ended up going into medicine in the first place. Because when when I realized I was on Team B, you know, one of my first things I was concerned about is, well, how about my patients, right? Like, because again, like, I don't think that's something that we can ever turn off. 
And it was something even as when I was an outpatient physician, I remember, I think it was Hurricane Matthew who was here uh, maybe a year or so ago. And it again, it was a hurricane that didn't hit us. But I remember being in an outpatient world where, again, I wasn't required to stay in the hospital. So, you know, I wasn't in town. Uh, but, you know, being on an inpatient sector and understanding that, you know, your patients are depending on you and depending on making sure uh, they have adequate follow-up and someone's seeing and someone's taking care of them uh, despite your presence not being there is is something that uh, is absolutely amazing to me, right? And, you know, that's why I love medicine and that's why I think we do uh, what we do for the most part, right? Because we absolutely love it. Uh, Because at this in this day and age, right, where we know, uh, the finances, right? Because again, for those who know me, you understand that I never, never, never shy away from finances. I understand that, you know, finances are what make the world uh, go round. I understand that money is not evil. I understand that it's okay to like money. It's okay to want money. It's okay to want a lot of money, right? That's not a bad thing. And even in medicine, right, where you want to be selfless and you want to care for your patient, right? It's okay to think about the money. It's okay. Like, again, you know, and I'll, I'll probably have a whole uh, podcast or blog about that just to talk about, hey, you know, we got to stop acting like we don't like money because sometimes um, we do. Uh, but in, in, a, in a time like this where, you know, everything is kind of been being put back on, you know, the healthcare system in a negative light where, you know, uh, doctors, you know, are, aren't getting the respect that they used to get. And, you know, they aren't being seen as the experts in their field anymore. And, you know, everything they do seems to get nitpicked uh, for one way, shape or the form. And the stories like these were seeing people being able to, you know, put, you know, their families and, you know, their livelihoods or their, their homes or personal properties and put them on the back burner, understanding that it's with without them you know, someone else may have an unfavorable result in the hospital uh, is just absolutely admirable. Right. And I want you guys, you know, especially when, you know, especially if you know anyone who works in a hospital or anyone who had to do one of those shifts that I talked about, whether uh, they were in the team A, where they were going in, uh, you know, during the storm, getting ready for it, but also taking care of every single patient you know, in that hospital or whether they're team B and they're ready to help clean up, they're ready to help give team A a break and they're ready to help deal with everything uh, that happens after uh, the natural disasters. All right. I want you to kind of, you know, give a head, give a shout out, tell them that you appreciate them, tell them that, uh, you know, you're, you're glad that they do what they do because again, sometimes we don't get enough of it. Right. I am very fortunate enough that, with all the stuff I do from this podcast, uh, from the blogs and from the videos uh, that I usually t- I, I, me receiving acknowledgement for what I do doesn't you know, I'm, I'm not short of that. Right. Because I give enough people enough opportunity, enough material that they can always acknowledge that. Hey, you know what? I appreciate what you do. Uh, but for let's say you're talking about one of my physician friends who, you know, may not, you know, be as, you know, socially active, right, who may just kind of, you know, do their, you know, their 12 hour shift and they're gone or their their nine to seven shift and they're gone or their nine to five shift and they're gone home, you know, and who may not be as plugged in as uh, I, especially in the social media world. And um, what I want you to do is, uh, you know, check out drpiersblog.com uh, for a article where I talk about. If your doctor's not on social media, go ahead and run. Um, I wanted you to check that out. Uh, 
because again that's i think that's something that's very telling right but again if they're not right like i definitely wanted to make sure we're acknowledging them and uh making sure you know we're giving them the respect that's you know just aptly due right because uh it's it's without and i could tell you that it's without any you know shadow of a doubt right that if you put these people in the same situation 100 times they would choose the same uh result 100 times all over again right uh because uh, the love for the patient uh is always so great uh that you know sometimes even when our family members are uh you know getting on us a little bit about you know trying to be a little bit more selfish you know that's just something that we kind of like ignore and we got to put in the back burner i can tell you uh, my wife, you know, argues with me all the time, right? She always argues with me uh, because she knows uh, that I'm sometimes so gung ho for my patient, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, she, that she, she thinks I, I shouldn't be, right? And I think we just, when we love what we do, right? When we don't consider what we do like a quote unquote job, like sometimes I say this, I've said this all the time, right? Like I can't believe, right? They're paying me to do uh, what I have always wanted to do, right? You know, since I was watching Doogie House, I've always wanted to be a physician, right? I've always wanted to take care of people. And somehow, some way, I've got it to the point where someone's going to pay me to do so. And I'm ecstatic, right? I'm, I'm not going to I'm not gonna tell them to stop paying me. You know, I got a lot of loans, right? So I got a lot of loans. I got to pay those loans off. Uh, so I, I definitely enjoy them paying me. But again, it's something that, uh, you know, I don't take for granted. And I don't want, you know, you guys out there who, you know, who are able to, you know, just pick up and evacuate, right? Or go to a shelter, right? Or say, you know what? I don't want to deal with this, you know, natural disaster, right? I want to get as far away from it as possible, right? If you're in that position, right? I want you to kind of think about, you know, your first responders, your doctors, your nurses, your ITs, your environmental services, your CNAs, uh, your cooks. Like, I want you to think about everyone who's in those facilities, who stay in those facilities, because they understand that, that uh, there is no option for leaving, right? Their only option is how can I take care of everyone who can't leave how can i take care of everyone who don't have the opportunity to go and you know that's you know that's my soapbox for today so again i appreciate you know all of my workers but again especially especially my residents across the country um especially i have, I have friends and family members who um who are residents and you know uh, my, my my cardiologist friend at broward general you know my family medicine resident uh, friend at broward general and pretty much all across the board a friend of mine at jfk hospital an internist you know she had to stay she was a team mayor um you know shout out i'm not gonna shout out their government names because i don't want to i don't want them to get mad at me but you know if you're listening to it you know who you are um shout out to them right because shout out to people like them who um always put you know uh, the patient first uh you know above their own sometimes right and that's you know that's kind of where we're at here so i'm gonna see you guys next week for another great episode and like always go ahead share this episode tell me what you liked about the episode and you know you're always going to keep hearing more from me because you know that's what we're here to do talk to you guys later thank you for listening to another episode of the lunch and learn with dr barry want to say thanks again for all that you guys do and all your support and all of your listens so i want you to kind of keep on keeping on with going ahead and sharing today's episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at the same name, Lunch 
lunchlearnpod and uh, go to the website again lunchlearnpod.com for all of the episodes if you've missed one and again i'm at all of the favorite podcast apps google play stitcher soundcloud and of course apple Podcasts, where i would love a five-star review and and tell me what you think about today's episode i would love to hear it so i'll see you guys next week bye